Alright, well welcome church family. Uh, there is no sermon today. I, I did mention this last week and I think I mentioned in the announcements as well, but there's no sermon today uh, and that's for a specific reason. Uh, the reason we don't have a sermon today is because we want to have a short conversation. Uh, we can use the word sermonette uh, if, you, if you'd like, but we want to have a short conversation to give you an idea of who the new pastoral staff members are. Uh, a lot of us haven't been able to be in church in many months, and so there might not even be a time in the next couple months where you're in church on Sunday morning, and so we didn't want months to go by with you wondering, who are these people that you see on camera? And so we thought, well, a great idea would be to have uh, a conversation, uh, I won't use the word interview, although it is sort of an interview, uh, to have you get to know who these two people are. Um, community is super important, and in our church, that's something that uh, we all value very much, the value of community. Uh, and community is so important because we might hear about Jesus from the pulpit, but we experience Jesus in the people on a Sunday morning. And so in that, we're, we're lacking in this virtual world, we're lacking that community where we get to experience one another and share that relationship. And so because you won't get to have those after-church coffee conversations with these two people, we thought, well, why don't we ask some of the questions that you might ask during those coffee times? And at least even though you might not meet them in person, you'll get a sense of who they are and you'll get to sort of know them over the next couple months in a virtual world. Uh, if you ever have any other questions, you can always reach out to both of these people. Uh, we'll get to their contact information later, but it is going to be on the website. It's all up there, and you can contact them through uh, phone in the office or through email at any time and reach out and even just have a chat with them. So for now, I have about 10 questions to get through, and we're going to try to get through all of them. Now, some of us are talkers, uh, and so we might not get through all 10. Uh, and we, we might, and so we're just going to go with what we get and see what we get through. And so uh, we'll start with the first question. The first question, uh, I'll go here first and then we'll go there. Um, tell us who you are, what's your name, who are you, and where do you come from? Uh, I'm John. Uh, I'm the new worship pastor, and I'm from Hamilton. Nice. Uh, John, the new worship pastor from Hamilton. Hamilton's a great place. I mean, two out of three from Hamilton? They might be saying something, so... Uh, and, and next we have over there. I'm Janelle. I'm the new pastor of Youth and Family. Um, I'm kind of from Ottawa. I've lived in a lot of places, but Ottawa is still the most home-like place for me. Where, like, like where have you lived? Tell everyone where. Like in like, a, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Tell everyone. I mean, everyone. the two main places besides Ottawa are Calgary and then Cape Town, South Africa. Those are sort of the two. So you live like places. Calgary, super cold part of Canada, <laughs> and then Ottawa, super cold part of Ontario. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, ooh, do you cheer for one of those two hockey teams, or are you like... I mean, technically I cheer for the Sens, nice. but like, I'm really lazy about it, unless they're doing well. Fully <laughs> yeah, a bandwagon yeah. fan. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Excellent. Um, okay, so uh, it's good to meet John and Janelle. Uh, we're going to go through some... Uh, some easy questions and some tougher questions to give you now a bit idea about what uh, what's going to happen over the next several months, and we're excited for it. Uh, so, John, first, John, what is your role here? You said you're the new pastor of worship. Uh, so, what's your role included in that title? And then, maybe, what are you most excited about in that role? Yeah. So, um, I'm uh, planning and leading the, uh, especially like the music portion of the services. Um, we're also going to be doing visual art, uh, maybe even some theater arts, mm -hmm. uh, and once we're allowed to be on stage together. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I'm most excited for like getting to know people, uh, especially on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Mm -hmm. 
um, like putting together a team that can do music together regularly mm-hmm. and then getting to know each of those people individually. Yeah, cool. That's exciting. Um, Janelle, what is your role here? You said that you're the new Youth and Families Pastor. So what mm-hmm. what is that role? And then maybe what are you most excited about in that role? What is that role? Um, <laughs> well, I'll be leading the youth group or whatever it looks like <laughs> in the coming months. Um, just uh, mentoring the youth uh, in whatever way. And it's starting some kind of family ministries. Um, also helping out with the day camps this summer a lot. Um, helping provide leadership to the other students mm-hmm. and whatever support they need. Um, what am I most excited for? Uh, also connecting with people, I think. Um, yeah, and finding that rhythm and finding those friendships um, and figuring out what the youth are into and what would most benefit them. Um, and yeah, just those, those like long conversations uh, where you end up laughing until you cry. Um, <laughs> I love those. So uh, I'm looking forward to those kinds of friendships. I am personally excited about family ministry stuff because, I mean, obviously now Janice and I have a baby that uh, some people have not yet met. By the time some people meet him, he's going to be a year old. He's going to be. Yeah, I'm like, that's crazy. They're going to go from, like, never having met to this walking toddler. Yeah. Uh, And so that'll be uh, hilarious but also awkward. But uh, I'm excited for family ministry because it is going to be chaotic Mm -hmm. because we did some, like, we just, like, did some counting. And by, like, October, there will be at least five... probably to seven uh, kids under the age of two here at the church. So that's chaotic. Uh, So I'm stoked for that. Uh, So that'll be fun. Um, Good to know what you're excited about. Um, And uh, I guess we'll go to the next one, which is uh, a tougher one, I should say. Why did you want to take this role? Um, Ministry does not make millions unless... You are making millions, and then you should. I mean, so that I too, so that I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so ministry doesn't pay millions unless I mean you're a TV televangelist. Uh, then you might make millions, and uh, so often it it doesn't pay up in those million dollars, and it is very hard work, and it is oftentimes very emotional work, and very spiritually draining, and even very physically draining work. And so, given how it's a tough, it's a tough role, it's a tough uh, calling. Why is ministry, why is working in pastoral ministry something that you wanted to do? So what did John first? Um, Yeah, so I have always wanted to work in a place where I felt like I was really providing a service for, like, my local community. Mm. Um, And I've done a bunch of things. Like, when I was working at Tim Hortons, it was in, like, a very low-income place, so I felt like I was doing something productive there. Um, But, uh, like, working in ministry is really just, like, the most serving you can get in my opinion um and i think yeah feeling like i you know even if it's just feeling like i'm contributing to the community um yeah it feels like something that is more meaningful than yeah again just pouring coffee or something like that yeah Um, yeah Yeah, that's fair i i think like when i think of ministry the most accurate picture what i think of ministry is is uh, I, I think often we, as pastors, we want to think of like Peter or Paul, like these grand mm-hmm. sermons where thousands convert. But I think that's a really inaccurate image of what ministry is. I think the most accurate ministry image is Jesus on his hands and knees washing dirty, sandy feet mm-hmm. from people who were supposed to wash his. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is ministry, like washing people's dirty feet when no one wants to do that. But that's what you know 
you're called to do is to serve others. So I love that image. Um, Janelle, same question. Why? Uh, why would you want to do ministry? Um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought because of what you just said. Um, well, I've always been a person that I can only do something if I fully believe in it. I can't really do things half-heartedly. And doing ministry is one of the few things in my life that I've been able to do with my full self, <laughs> my full integrity, um, and never wondered what the point of it was. Whereas, yeah, I've had some service industry jobs and I really like them, but there's like large parts of the day where you're like, why? <laughs> yeah. Why does anyone need this service? Um, whereas ministry, I'm always like ser serving people, investing in people um, always feels worth it to me. So mm -hmm. ministry kind of... Uh, yeah, I kind of, it was inevitable for me. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, so uh, I know that there are things that you're both nervous of because we've had conversations and of course, and there are things that actually still make me nervous. I mean, there's actually a lot, uh, quite a few Sunday mornings when I get up there, I'm like, man, I don't know if this sermon is any good. <laughs> this, when I read it this morning, it was crappy, right? So I'm like, oh, hopefully God does something good. So there's lots that like I still get nervous about in ministry, but maybe what's something you're nervous about either even in this specific context at Avenue Road or what are you nervous about in ministry in general? Maybe it says, what's something that you're nervous about that maybe if the congregation knows, they can come alongside and support or even pray or encourage you when you attempt. Uh, and so uh, we'll go to Janelle first to give her uh, the hot seat. <laughs> I see. Um, yes, I'm definitely an overthinker, so I could make myself nervous about almost anything <laughs> if I wanted to. Um, but the thing that comes to mind right now is, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm like a leader and a shepherd person, but I definitely like to already have something... <laughs> like to see how it's going and then work with that, like mold it as it's going. And so just the initial like first moments of being like, okay, who is here and what's going on and what will it look like? Um, and coming up with brilliant ideas um, will take a bit of time. And so I think I just doubt myself. I'm like, I'll never be able to come up with a good idea <laughs> of what to do, which isn't true. But um, but yeah, that's a, if the congregation can definitely help with that. If yeah. they have brilliant ideas, then I'm all ears. Um, yeah. Because I'm not necessarily the like pioneer inventor person. I'm more of the like guided as it goes person. So nice, awesome, John. What are you nervous about? Um, yeah, I'm. So I obviously am not from this church, um, so I don't know like the traditions and what people are comfortable with, especially music wise. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are very very particular about what kind of music they have on Sunday mornings. Yeah. Um, and that's great. And I just I want to acknowledge that and like honor that. Yeah. But also, like, I have my own traditions that I would also like to keep, and I want, I'm nervous about blending those. Yeah. Blending um, is tough. Yeah. 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 In, in a, in a, it's something that I think all pastoral staff would acknowledge. Worship is one of the, or the musical aspect of worship, I say, is one of the usually most contentious issues on a Sunday morning. Because as people, we all have musical preference, and we're like, I like this style. Uh, or I like this style, or I hate this style. And so sometimes it's hard to disassociate that musical preference from expressing our love and adoration for God in a musical way. And so yeah. sometimes that is tough. So I can understand that's a nerve-wracking thing. Uh, we only sing in uh, Biblical Greek and Hebrew here, so just make sure we only... <laughs> the congregation, like, yeah, like, no. <laughs> um, okay, this is an easier question. Uh, we had a couple hard ones. What is your favorite part of Sunday morning? 
the Sunday morning experience, what's your favorite part? Uh, we'll go to Janelle first again. Favorite part? Um, I mean, I do, I love communion. Mm -hmm. I know that's not every Sunday, um, but I love the sort of tangible act of doing it as a community. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes I get easily distracted, and so then like putting something in my hand <laughs> that I have to eat is like, okay, right, right. okay, yeah, <laughs> I'm focused again, I'm back. Um, so I do love that. I also weirdly love announcements <laughs> because <laughs> I just because to me Sunday is only like a slice of like what churches right. and so the announcements are like is like everything else being like here's a window into like everybody's the rest of their week um, and so I get excited about those. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's fair, John. Um, yeah, I so uh, my fiance and I are both like long talkers um, and especially after a service we'll like <laughs> often take turns we'll be having a conversation with somebody and one of us will say okay like we should go we have lunch <laughs> right and then the, that person will start talking to somebody and then right we'll just take turns for like an hour talking yeah. to people yeah yeah, yeah we uh we moved the the service time a bit ago uh say maybe i think it's like cheapers might be like two and a bit years ago now we moved it from 11 o'clock to 10 o'clock because we were like man we don't end stuff until like close to one oh, goodness. and then we're starving because everyone sits around and like has coffee and we chat and then all of a sudden you're like like knee deep into your fifth conversation you're like it's one o'clock go. and you're like oh man so we put it at 10 o'clock to to honor that so people could feel like we could stay and have those conversations without rushing out to lunch and uh, there's, yeah, definitely are still times where I'm like, it's 1230, let's get out of here, right? So uh, that's awesome. Um, okay, another tough question. The church is not always a perfect place. Uh, no church is a perfect place. And uh, in the church, the global church, we have caused great pain in the past to different people groups uh, at different times. There have been some really dark parts of global church history of things that the church has been a part of or involved in that aren't helpful and are quite painful. Uh, so why, despite all that, do you both feel that the church is worth it? Do you do both feel like church um, community, the church, the global church, despite all of that, is still worth it and is something to be involved in? Um, who wants to go? I'll go John. I'll give you a top <laughs> one first. Um, yeah, I think one of the big things about church, like, I mean, church is saving grace besides Jesus, of course, mm -hmm. um, is the community. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of the problems, like the institutional problems that come from the church are usually from the institution, mm -hmm. not so much the community. Um, and I think that's all, I mean, that's a big aspect of what we're seeing with finding all of the, uh, the dead children, the indigenous children. Yeah. Um, and it's it's really hard to be a part of an organization that has that did that. Yeah. Um, but I think in hard times like that, the church just becomes what it needs to be. Right. Um, like in that context. Mm -hmm. And right now, I think the church just needs to be quiet and listen. And yeah. as as the community of Christ, like we need to have that grace mm -hmm. to to receive that really intense and need much needed feedback yeah. um, that this has hurt a lot of people. That's a fair point, and I think sometimes one thing that historically the church hasn't been great at is taking criticism and saying, no, you did really mess up here, and you caused pain. And sometimes we want to put our arms up and say, no, 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 like, we didn't do it, somebody else. And it's like, I think in this moment what we're seeing is the church is just saying, yeah, like, that's our history, that's a legacy, 
in that moment, Jesus was not good news for people. Mm-hmm. And that was wrong. Mm-hmm. And how do we now, we, change, we can't change history, but how do we correct our course? And how do we, how do we resolve what we have done to people? How do we reconcile that to a gospel message that's supposed to be love and grace and hope and mercy and quite obviously was not? Right? So I think that's an, an amazing thing. And I think like you're saying, like I think the church is worth redeeming because it is those things and can be those things and should be. Uh, even if sometimes we're not, right? So, uh, Janelle, same question. <laughs> that was very deep. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I struggle with this a lot because it is such a, a weird... Uh, to, like, really take ownership of being a Christian in the church is, like, hard because there's a lot of mess that comes with that, but I yeah. think that's important to own that um, and acknowledge that. Um, for me, church, I mean... Church, the idea of church that's presented in scripture is still just like incredible to me. And Mm -hmm. so I keep coming back to that. Uh, That keeps catching my attention. Um, And I think in my own life, I've just seen that church makes me better. Um, Like I can still be a Christian alone in my home as I've learned this past year. (laughs) Um, But church just makes me better and better in like the Jesus way, not in the like everything is going perfectly and smoothly way, in the like, like life is hard and people are hard, but like I'm learning how to love them better. Mm. Um, And like the depth of like forgiveness and grace that I can get to is like getting bigger because of Mm -hmm. being at church and wrestling with all the hard things, um, as well as getting all the like beautiful good things and I've had many of those experiences in church too so um yeah I think the the combo of like making me better as well as like just making my life better in the like joyful sense (laughs) that's why I'm still here yeah well you said that you brought up like this image that I had been playing with for a while uh about the last year why community is so important and it was like a twofold image so uh, crying on your own in a closet is hard (laughs) crying while someone is holding you in a hug is still hard, but is made easier by the presence of community. And I say the same thing about celebrating. Celebrating on your own in a closet is hard, (laughs) and celebrating in the presence of others, so celebrating with you is made easier in the presence of community. So that's my analogy of like why people should join a church community, because like, yes, you, you could do this thing on your own. It is just so much harder, and we're not designed to do it that way. Yeah. It's so much easier in the presence of community, so. Yeah. Um... Okay, personal question. Uh, brag about yourself for a second. Where do you feel you're really good at? Like, what do you feel you're really strong at in terms of ministry? Um, and then, like, humble yourself after you brag. And <laughs> what do you feel like is a weak point for your ministry or a weak part of your ministry strength? So, like, what's a strength and what's a weakness for you? Uh, we'll go to John first. Um, well, strength, I... I man, I hate bragging. <laughs> it's so hard. It is hard to brag, um, right? To be humble and brag. Yeah. Um, I am good at music. Uh, I. What what instruments do you play, and what is the music you're good at? Tell us all the things you're good at. Music. Okay. I'm forcing you to brag yes. more. Yeah. Um, so one thing I'm good at is picking up instruments. Yep. Um, I have at one point played pretty much every instrument in an orchestra. Wow. Um, I'm not good at most of them. Yeah. But I can pick them up. I played the chimes. Nice. Pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's really hard, man. Yeah, no, it's easy to fake, though. <laughs> um, yeah, and, like, I I mean, the first few years of college, I went 
uh, to school specifically for classic piano, mm -hmm. classical piano. Um, so I'm, I guess I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I've been singing for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I guess that's... Yeah, okay. that's fair. What's the thing, one thing that you say, like, mm, I'm not so great at this, this, what's a weakness in your ministry maybe? Uh, groups. Yeah. Um, yeah. So once I once I get to know people, yep. especially on a one on one basis, it's a lot easier to then be in a group with them. Right. But when it's just meeting a fresh new group of people, like when right. we all started this right. past Monday. Yeah. Um, it was just very tiring. I was like totally. trying to remember everybody's name, trying to like, <laughs> oh, man. you know keep track of everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, that yeah definitely my weakness. Fair. Fair. Janelle, same question. Um, a strength I think for me is that I'm very comfortable being myself, despite being awkward and whatever. <laughs> I'm still like, from a pretty young age, I was like, oh, well, this is me. And I just like <laughs> knew that God loved me. And then, so I was okay with whatever. So I've heard that because I'm so just like, eh, this is me. Um, I make other people comfortable and safe because um, nice. they're like, oh, if she could be awkward, <laughs> then I could be awkward too. And she won't judge me. Um, so I love, yeah, being able to give people a safe space. I feel like I'm good at that. I'm never, like, shocked or appalled by people and what they tell me. I'm like, yeah, you, I'm pretty hard to phase, <laughs> usually. <laughs> um, yes, what's a weakness? Now this is funny. Now I'm going to struggle <laughs> to go with a weakness. I have lots of weaknesses. I mean, I'm also not good with groups. I mean, I am an introvert, and so I have a limited social energy mm. and so then uh i'm getting better but i'm not always good at recognizing that so sometimes i just get grumpy and i'm like i have no idea why and then i realize i haven't had alone time in like yeah. a week um and so that yeah i just have to be very careful about where i give my energy to and i think sometimes i think like the ideal pastor the ideal youth pastor would like have unlimited social energy and i'm jealous of that but <laughs> i've come to terms with like i'm not that pastor some those pastors are useful sure. i'm not that pastor i'll bring other strengths to the table yeah um yeah i was a, i was a youth pastor for 10 and a half or 11 years or whatever i don't remember now but Everyone used to always think I was extroverted because I was the guy up front, like, yeah. jazzed up. I was always, like, if there was an MC for a thing, I would always get asked to do it. Yeah. And so I have no problem being that person that jazzed up, but I'm such an introvert. Yeah. I go home from Sunday mornings when we're in person, and I nap because I'm drained, because I'm just, uh, I, I recharge in alone time. And so that's why, like yourself, I try to be very careful about taking alone time. Like this morning, I was feeling like all I've done all week is pour myself for, like, 11 hour days with students and then doing extra after and I was like I so this morning I was like I am going paddle boarding and I'm gonna be late to the office and it is what it is and so I went for a nice paddle board and so that's uh it's good to know because then when people are like man Janelle was grumpy <laughs> we can be like well maybe Janelle needs just some alone time yeah, uh, alone so. time or sleep those yeah. two yeah, yeah. <laughs> um we will uh we will skip the next one not that it's a bad question but I want to I want to ask the final two um Tell us a random fact about yourself that the congregation will get to know you better by that random fact. So any random fact about yourself. Uh, John, why don't, why don't you go ahead? Oh, man. I should have thought about this more. Right? <laughs> the easiest question, but like the yeah. most yeah. Yeah. random fact. Man. Um, is there any particular talent you have that is like, not everyone can do this? Or is there a particular thing you're a fan of? I, I guess like a talent of mine is I so I've, I've I spend a lot of time at Michael's 
like the craft store. Nice. Um, and I've gotten pretty good at just looking, especially at like decor pieces. Yeah. Just looking at it and guessing exactly what price it is. That's pretty good talent. I mean, that's all right. That's, that's a nice talent. All right. Yeah, I do not do good at that. No. <laughs> I don't see a price tag. I'm like, I have probably five dollars. It's like two hundred eighty. Like, wow, that was off. <laughs> that's a pretty cool talent. All right, uh, Janelle, what's a random fact? Um. I mean, one <laughs> classic one. Sometimes I like to keep it a secret, but I'm extremely good at ping pong. <laughs> um, which is, yeah, sometimes it's a fun secret to just nice. whip at at parties or whatever, but I will say it. I'll, you know, I'll take the, the challenge of right. if anyone else thinks they're good at ping pong. I do I'll think I'm good at ping pong. All right, now you got to have a show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, a ping, ping pong pastoral showdown. Ooh. Yeah, that's a new, yeah. People okay. can bet on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's exciting. Uh, so if you ever want to challenge Janelle's ping pong, we'll make it happen. Mm -hmm. uh, and finally, the last question uh, is just more of a practical question. If someone from the church wanted to go out and have just a chat with you, just a meeting with you, uh, just to get to know you, where are you most likely to do that? Where is like the place where you would like, I definitely love doing meetings here. So where is the place where you would love to do meetings? Uh, we'll go Janelle first. Um, I have a couple years of experience working in pretentious coffee shops, and so I still feel very at home there. I love just being a full snob and going and ordering like the weirdest, nice. like the $7 tiny espresso thing. Nice. Um, <laughs> so I do love coffee shops. I also love Tim Hortons, man. Like, yeah. there's room in my heart for all, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for all coffee shops. Um, so that kind of thing. Or like... Yeah, or like a tacky diner. I also okay. find those kinds of places entertaining. So yeah. um, as long as there's food and coffee involved, <laughs> yeah. I will be there. I struggle at Starbucks if it's not pumpkin spice latte sink. Because <laughs> nice. I am so not pretentious coffee mm. shop person. If it's like not pumpkin spice latte, there have been times where I've gone in and like it's not here. I'm like, I'll just leave. Because I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to order. Right? I like... I want a coffee, and then you look like yeah. a fool, right? So I mean, I have, like, as a barista, I could spot that look in people's eyes yeah. when they're, like, panicking because they don't yes. know how to order. And I yeah. feel like I was pretty good at being gentle, being like, okay, walk me through yeah, yeah. what you like. I could yeah. find something. That's fair. That's fair. Um, John, where are you most likely to, to take a meeting? Uh, very similar. I love coffee. Yeah. Um, Me and yeah. John will just have meetings. Yeah, we'll <laughs> just be at the coffee yeah. shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely with, like... Table space and coffees. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a good way to meet people. Nice. Um, well, this has just been a brief get to know your new pastoral team. Obviously, this is not a substitute for getting to know them on a personal level. Uh, they are both very friendly and personable people. So, uh, if you're like, I would love to take one of them out for a seven dollar pretentious coffee, <laughs> uh, send an email uh, or call them, and I can guarantee they would love to go out for coffee and get to know you. Um, they are here to serve. They are here to love. They are here to lead, uh, and they are here simply because they love Jesus. And so that's such an exciting thing. Uh, and personally, uh, on on a me level, I'm super excited to get to minister alongside both of you um i'm already like i've been up dreaming of these amazing things that i know god's going to do through both of you and i'm like oh i'm just stoked to come alongside and watch you know god work through you uh which which makes it easier for me as a pastor i'm like oh i have two awesome staff members that i know are going to do great things um just a couple closing notes the first thing about your staff is that they can't do it alone uh, ministry, it is so easy to get stuck in a way of doing it alone because sometimes you just feel like you're on your own. And so they can't do it alone. First and foremost, they're going to rely on God and, and they're going to have to rely on God to, to work through them. Uh, 
everything that we do at Abner Road and have done here at Abner Road, some of the amazing things we've done in the last couple of years, would be impossible without God. And so we rely on God for everything first and foremost. And of course, that's going to be their first step too. But the other thing is they need to rely on you. They need your help. They need you to come alongside them and volunteer for things. Even if it's something that you're not great at, and maybe it's not your strength, uh, it's okay to say, hey, uh, I know you need help. I suck at this, but I am willing to help. And they will likely say, that's okay. I suck at it too. Let's, let's suck at this together. Uh, and so they need your help. They need your volunteering. They need your, uh, they need your, your hands, your feet, your words. Uh, and sometimes uh, even just getting involved and saying, you know what, I can't help out physically, but I would love to pray for that thing and pray for you on a very committed level. Uh, so praying for them is never a waste. Praying for them is always a massive support. And then also they need your encouragement. Uh, sometimes ministry can be a lonely place and an isolating place because sometimes the only feedback you get is the negative. Uh, people think, well, I don't need to tell them they're doing an awesome job. But it is nice to hear uh, some words of encouragement and some good words of feedback. And the, the constructive criticism is always welcome, too, in a constructive way. Uh, ministry can be a dangerous place. Attacks come from all around. And so they definitely need your love and your support. And so holding them up in prayer will be one of the greatest things that you can do for our new pastoral team. If you ever want to chat, feel free to drop by the office. Their office hours will be up on the website. Uh, so those will go up this week. You'll be able to see what days Janelle and John are both in the office. Uh, and their, their contact information will be up there as well. Their new church email, as well as a phone number that you can reach them at. Uh, if it's the office phone number or cell number or whatever, that will be up there as well. And you can reach them through there. They would love to get to know you and find out how they can best serve you but how also they can plug you into more ministry aspects here. And with that, uh, we'll go now to another time of worship together through song.